0: Hello! Welcome to episode 152 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And I'm Mark. Hi. And every week, Stevie Wildcard, Mark, and I get together and we <laughs> do our best to overcome the various issues that life throws our way. And we, you know, make things in this weird wor- world. Um, Mark, thank you for joining our show. It's so cool to have you here. Uh, you know, I've been, Stephen and I, like Steven's had to tolerate just me for 150, you know, one episodes for the most part. So it's nice to have someone who isn't me uh, to talk about their issues.
1: I'm no Olin Rogers. I'll just come right out and say that, <laughs> uh, temper your expectations. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was, but, uh, yeah.
0: So funny. Cause we, you were supposed to be on last week and I felt, I've never had to do that before. I felt so bad where I was just like, I don't, I think he's going to understand this one. Like this is a <laughs> weird situation, but Olin yeah. Rogers happened to get back to us <laughs> that moment. I was like, Oh gosh, Mark. It, I, and we, we learned big lessons from the Jamie Newlander, uh, in,
2: jamison newlander, newlander yeah Jameson newlander, yeah. we learned because we we like basically postponed him we're like yeah well we'll just film it closer to the lost boy special and then we
0: just yeah we had one of the frog brothers agreeing to come on our show and he was like yeah i'm all in let's do this and we were excited but we wanted to do it specifically for episode 50 and we we, we just shot our shot way too soon and he just uh. kind of like fizzled out you know and he wasn't using uh, media as much and we were like oh no we should have just done it um but you were super cool about it and understood um and but like, <laughs> you might not be olin rogers but i'll say like you're the closest person i know to like a local celebrity <laughs> like, like you are like you're someone you're someone who like everyone i've ever met in any social circle has at least like has some knowledge of you which is really kind of weird and cool
1: I guess so. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate that. I um I you know, I've I've been in the music scene for a long time and uh try to get along with everyone if I can and um you know, I I I was I moved here when I was 6 and so I've just been around a long time and like meeting people, I know a lot of people. It's sometimes not a uh, very fashionable to be a people person, but uh you know, I like <laughs> uh, I like a wide variety of people and getting to know people is a lot of fun. So uh yeah i met you a long time ago oh
0: gosh so long ago so for those of you for like the three of you out there who don't know who mark davis is um he's a, an incredible phenomenal drummer i have i like i i feel like the first band i knew you from was uh the incorrect four and then it was like from then just so so many bands i let's go exploring is still one of my like that first album is still one of my favorite you know oh thanks man. um But, like, you know, your your shows are always so much fun. But you also did, like, uh, the punk rock karaoke, which is incredible. You know, you you host, uh, you know, weekly trivia night at a local pizza place. You have two very cool podcasts, uh, The Lyrics to Go and, you know, No Nonsense. Uh, trivia which steven and i have been on once and that was a lot of fun so if you haven't seen that one or listen to that go go listen to that um but yeah mark i've known you since i was 16 i don't know if you have i ever like shared with you like my weird story of how i like knew you before i knew you have i ever i don't think so
1: now i'm dying to know though
0: (laughs) so okay so this this is true story so my you know when, when i was a teenager uh my dad moved uh, to, or came to Cape Coral to start a business because at the time it was the fastest growing city in Florida. And it was like, you know, all these, you know, the businesses growing and he was going to, he threatened to move us over, which is like, you know, mid high school, a big deal. I was like, I've never even heard of this place. And now I have to leave my friends and my whole life. And what am I going to do? You know? So I was like, this is going to suck. So I went to a local show in Pompano at the Pompano indoor skate park. And I was, you know, I'm there and I was like watching bands and stuff. And one of the last bands, if not the last band to play was a band called the Anchorite four. And I didn't know who they were. And I was just like, Oh man, like, I want to see this. But then my ride was like, Oh, we got to go. So I, and I was like, crap. I want, you know, I feel bad. So I put my email on their mailing list on the email list of this band and I went home. So then I go home and I get like, my, my dad's like, all right, guys, uh, we're moving to Cape Coral. And within like the next few days, I got a message from the Anchorite Four saying like, thank you for joining the Anchorite Four from Cape, Cape Coral, Florida, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, like, what Whoa. the, like, yeah, what like, the, what the hell? hell? And then like, like hilariously, uh, when I moved here, the very like, first week I was here, uh, Chris Muckerhide, who worked for my father, uh, was a local drummer, introduced me to you and like some other people in the the music scene that was the, that's how i met people. how wild yeah so so well, i
1: that's... i've been playing in a band called the dead nettles um with a guy named dave groves and he was in a couple of bands with chris Muckerhide. i i'm yeah. basically like chris's fill-in in dave's life that's after a... <laughs> chris said he wasn't gonna play drums anymore so um yeah uh that that's wild what what a weird, um, there was another guy around here that used to live on the other coast who also heard of us and then ended up moving here. So uh, I'm glad playing out of town worked out for us. <laughs> ended up meeting some cool people.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I So you're playing with the Dead Nettles now. Don't you have a show coming up at Howl?
1: Yeah, when will this episode come out?
0: I mean, it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: oh, okay, it. great. Well, it'll be out. Uh, we'll be playing this Saturday. I know tickets are limited. We're playing at Howell Gallery, um, in Fort Myers, and we're playing with Tim Capello, who is a sax player of The Lost Ooh, Boys, yes, uh, as you had mentioned, and also the sax player for uh, Tina Turner for a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um and very very all around cool guy. That guy seems um, so
0: cool. I've seen like his cameos and stuff, and he gives like one hundred percent to everyone's like, you know like cameo stuff. He gets like all into it. And he's like he knows what people are waiting for, so he's like, oh, here it comes, it's That's, coming, baby. I, I still believe. I was I was
2: reading like Lost Boys fun facts. And I guess in between takes, he was doing push-ups to be as like flexed as possible for every like camera shot. Like in between takes, he was just pumping oh, out push.
0: There was no oil on his body. That was no, that all- was. So- sweat baby he was
2: earning it
1: well i know he all he does oil himself up for shows (laughs) um so uh you know i wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit sweat a little bit oil every once in a while but (laughs) he's apparently known for greasing himself up and and just really you know not taking himself too seriously and just all about having a good time which i
0: love oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing um oh so so you do this awesome podcast called uh, lyrics to go. And I, I love it. I love what you guys do. And it's it's one of those things. So in the podcast, so you and Seth, you go through they go through lyrics of various songs that you just don't think about for the most part, like it's just one of those things, like, you know, like, I know, almost every song you do an episode of and I'm just like, Oh, yeah, I've never been conscious of what this song's actually about. And I've never <laughs> paid attention to it who are we like we're just a bunch of monkeys this is so silly and like (laughs) you know like you did like the fallout boy song and it's like yeah this song is insane it makes no sense at all but like yeah in in doing that podcast like have there been any like what are your some of your favorite ones you were just like yeah i don't i still don't know what that's about or like
1: yeah i well so good question because i was actually just telling a couple of friends of mine the other night kind of about the podcast and kind of like the premise yeah. And um it, there's been a lot of heartbreakers cuz we do a lot of bands that we like like we've done a Beatles song and a Rolling Stones song and some other stuff. I think one of the biggest surprises and one of the one of the songs that I think was kind of the catalyst for wanting to do it was um, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart um which is basically about a woman who picks up a grifter and um takes him to a hotel and has sex with him and then leaves leaves him alone the next morning which he was he was trying to find you know i I think he was kind of doing the hitchhiker thing so she brings him to a hotel and then leaves him again um and then a couple months or years later he runs into her and notices that she has a baby and the baby looks like him and uh she says please please understand I'm in love with, with another man. But what he couldn't give me was the one thing that you can basically saying the guy was shooting blanks. So she had a one night stand with this guy just to, just a- to get pregnant. Oh. And, and
2: and I need that. I need that baby batter from me, basically. <laughs> and and pawn
1: the kid off. There's some fucking guy out there <laughs> thinking that this is his kid. And she's Awful. like, "No, Awful. I fucked a fucking drifter. And uh, yeah. I was like, don't pull out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then he's had gonna hitchhike for the long haul
0: <laughs> yeah she
1: says she says something like um imagine his surprise when he saw his own eyes <laughs> and i was like holy fucking shit are you serious right now like i could not like can i cuss on here I, yeah yeah I, absolutely good um i was just like i i could not I could not believe it, and from there it's. I mean, it definitely. Every time I hear a song now, and we've heard this from a lot of listeners. Whenever you never hear music the same, like every time you hear lyrics, you're like, "What's going on here? What are they saying?" Um, Seth has had a couple really good ones. "Dance Hall Days" is another really weird song. They're just a bunch, you know, songs that we didn't know existed. There was a right. song called um, uh, "He Hit Me" and it felt like a kiss. Um, oh, no. which, you know, the title alone does not leave yeah. much to the imagination. Um, so yeah, we're on like episode 138 or 37 right now. And oh,
0: that's um, incredible. That's like... still loads
1: of songs to do. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately. <laughs> and you also do the no nonsense trivia podcast. What, no, how many episodes have you done of that?
1: We're over 250 now. Um, so I think we're maybe at 253, 254, something like that. Um, yeah, we've been doing that for a long time. We eclipsed 1 million downloads a couple of months ago, which, you know, I, I've said it on that podcast. Um, I'm still shocked at the fact, you know, I, I think that trivia being such a niche thing, we've, we've heard a lot of people say we were going for a car ride across the country or we were moving. So we were just looking for trivia, found your podcast and now we can't stop listening. So, um, very no, very lucky that's
0: incredible I've seen people and like the response that people have in like the small community you guys build online is like it's really impressive and awesome
1: thanks yeah it's um it's 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 incredible and during quarantine it was it was really it was really really emotional the number of people who were boxed in yeah who mm-hmm. were basically like your podcast is how I got through um we had a guy named Rick who came here from California Wow he came here to, to see his friend play in a couple bands, but he also came and he ate at first watch. Cause we used to talk about going to breakfast yeah. at first, first watch. He kind of did like the no nonsense yeah, that's, tour. That's <laughs> he, he went and met Lee and did Lee's trivia. He came and did my trivia and met so me. Cool. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I owe like I've lost weight because I was walking around listening to your guys's podcast. And, um, it's very, it's very intense. It's very awesome. Um, yeah you know it's something that you just consider fun and and silly and uh, a nice thing to pass the time but it it really helps a lot of people out and uh and people learn stuff so it's yeah it's a win win
0: it's, it's super rewarding and you know like it's fun cuz like Stephen and I we kind of um i think some people get attached to the podcast cuz they get to watch the story of us like you know like trying and failing and trying and succeeding and they see that journey and they can enjoy it and like there's something to be re- there's a reward at the end hopefully if we don't suck or it's or if they want to watch us fail you know but like <laughs> but, but with your podcast it's like it's constantly rewarding because you're you're learning things in every episode or feeling haha I'm validated in my random niche you know knowledge of this thing and so it's like it's you you get that on you know both cylinders. It's
1: pretty. Yeah, cool. we get a lot of people who come on and are like, "I'm going to be dumb," and it's like, honestly, it's almost a better episode if you're if you're trying to you know the sus if you're trying to uh, you know think of an answer and you're kind of working through it verbally and you know knowing that there are people listening going, "No, you idiot!" Like, yeah. so it's it's kind of it's great if you do good and it's great if you do bad it's just kind of a win-win so it's uh it's a lot of fun it's it's yeah i don't know it's i'm i'm shocked we're still doing it i'm shocked people still love it but i think i get it (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i still do it so (laughs) oh yeah and lee's one of my best friends so i mean it's great like we were talking about before we started recording it's great having a reason to get together with your friend and absolutely and, and talk about stupid shit of
0: course yeah that's i mean Lee's another person the you know, co-host of that po- by the way just go go on spotify and go follow them and like leave a review on itunes and all that stuff uh for no nonsense
1: five break. stars only please
0: please, yes. <laughs> please uh we uh we have issues we'll take any amount of stars we just collect stars like it doesn't even matter it's one star two star, whatever you're willing to spare i mean you don't um, need
2: one star in mario to kick some ass if i'm not wrong so, true no
0: yeah that's right <laughs> Okay, so we're going to soon we're gonna do an Anthony Dates Robots where we, you know, do our scammer talk. We're gonna do like a quick monster test. So Steven, I want you to like get ready for those theme songs because they're coming. It's uh, tough to
2: remember those word for I, word, but I, I get, usually I, nail
0: it. You'll get it. I try, I believe in you. Um, <laughs> but but before we get there, I feel like the 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 crux, the 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 main point the theme of our show is overcoming various you know obstacles and issues that people have when they're creating stuff i just we we've talked about a lot of stuff that you do mark and like i just want to know like you are you're on two podcasts that are like prolific as hell you've done so many episodes you are something of a small town uh celebrity I, i see you helping people all the time i know you're giving people rides and doing stuff for people and you just seem like genuinely and generally a cool great guy how do you manage all this time? Like, does it weigh on you at all? Do you ever feel like you need time just for yourself? Like, you know, do you take that time? How do you balance everything?
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's a really good question. And a lot of times people are like, where do you find time? Um, I guess it's a couple different things. I mean, kind of like I said earlier, I consider myself kind of a people person. And so, um, I get, like I get my enjoyment from helping people. So, uh, I, I know what it's like to feel bad and how I hate feeling bad. And, um, you know, times where I've been lonely that I've, you know, reached out to people and wanted to hear something. So I, I just try to like, I just try to think of how I would feel in someone's situation and try and help out if I can yeah. um there are a lot of times where I reach out to people and say you know do you need something do you need a ride do you need this do that and they say no and um I think it still helps them just to know that someone was there mm-hmm. um there are a lot of times I wish I could help but can't Oh um it. and I mean I as you know I do need alone time um not as much as you know I I see people talk about being you know, introverts and needing to recharge their batteries because they've been around people for a long time. And I, I'm just not built that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I can be around people a lot and it's fine. I usually, you know, my alone time is usually in the morning while I'm on my way to work Mm -hmm. or what have you, Mm -hmm. or at night, you know, after, you know, after I've gotten into bed and I can just sit on my phone and kind of dilly dally or whatever. But I consider myself, I guess, just fortunate that I have an a, innate ability to you know try and reach out to people when I have a feeling I'm not saying that I'm an empath or anything but whenever well, I mark get has superpowers
0: feeling- is the thing he's here to <laughs> disclose this to the world <laughs> where's your cape <Kate> mark no.
1: <laughs> yeah i um i just you know i i just i know how it feels to feel bad and if someone is feeling bad i try to you know, do at the very, you know, at the very least comment on something or, or message someone privately and just say, I'm here if you need to talk. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it can be a lot sometimes when someone's got heavy stuff going on. But again, I just think being kind of empathetic and saying, uh, you know, what you're going through is really hard. And just that validation for a lot of people, Um, It took me a long time to realize because I was very much a fixer. Mm -hmm. Um, Let this be kind of a a heads up for guy listeners. I was very much for a long time a fixer where someone would like be like, this is really hard and be like, okay, well, this is what you can do to fix it. Mm -hmm. This is is what you do, you know, and that is a lot more emotionally hard on you trying to like come with answers and fix it. When in reality I started learning to ask, are you looking for a solution or are you just looking for an ear? And a lot of people are like, I'm just looking for an ear. I just want to get this out of my mind and just out into the ether. And it feels weird doing it to myself. So just being there for someone to be able to type at you or talk to you and say, I've got this heavy thing going on and I just need to share it. Um, You know, can save lives can
0: it really, save it really does it, yeah it's it's so important i mean even if you don't have a conversation with people just having just knowing someone's there sometimes and you know knowing someone could be there if you want to uh, communicate actually i'll tell you like a true story um after uh my girlfriend and i and like like a high school girlfriend and like just post high school girlfriend we broke up i was having a really hard time like i was not happy i was just kind of like miserable like just like really frustrated and like like you know like ideation sort of stuff was going on you know just like that like really bad and I remember um I was just I got to the point where I was like I need to I need to get out of the house I need to just like not be in my room sitting here by myself like with these thoughts you know um but I didn't feel, I quit I was like I don't want to like talk about it don't know what to do you know and I remember I was just driving and I I someone told me that people were playing kickball in Fort Myers and I remember I was like alright it was like late at night and I was like I'm, I'm just going to go and watch I'm just going to go watch people play kickball because like people are there you know so like I drove and I I went there and everyone's playing and like having a great time and I and like you were there and you know it's like all these people like that I don't really know very well you know playing I was just like you know, I'm just watching and I'm just standing there and I'm the only one kind of standing there and everyone else is playing and I remember you specifically were like are you going to play or what and I was just like <laughs> and i was just like okay Tough love i was yeah and it really was and it but but it was it was what i needed at the time because i was just gonna stand over there and just like kind of sulk a little and i was just like oh, okay and i like i ran in i remember and you know i remember the grass being wet and like playing it was it was a great time and we played kickball all night you know and it's just like but i needed that so bad that night you know and it's just like knowing that you guys were there. So like, yeah, maybe you're a bit of a fixer sometimes, but sometimes it's helpful, even though it's you know, but no yeah.
1: I you know, I it's it's funny because I find that a lot of my closest friends are introverted. Yeah. Um so I, I have a thing about um like I remember being because I've always been fat and growing up in middle school and high school and elementary school fat is always a bummer. And I remember kind of getting to a point where I had to be like, all right, what how am I going to do this here? How am I gonna how am I gonna live my life? Am I going to like constantly just feel shat on and taken an advantage of like trying to make friends and maintain friends yeah. um by giving them whatever they want because I feel less than? Or am I going to, you know, make a decision to become more outward and more talkative and you know i think it's one of the reasons i mean it's a tale as old as time one of the reasons i started developing a sense of humor and things like that um and you know learning to put myself down first before other people did and i mean it's been a long road um but you know it got to a point where um i started really feeling a connection with those people that were kind of like in themselves and wanting to like let them know that there was someone around that was you know going to like try and get them to feel comfortable with being themselves which is why i think i usually do stuff like you know jokingly yell like what the fuck are you doing come on let's play let's play kickball of course um and make you feel like oh okay like this is this is this is a thing i'm doing now i guess yeah and uh kind of like pull you into the situation um so that's it, it makes me very happy that you remember that that you mm-hmm. had that uh that you did that and that you still remember like what it was like that oh that's yeah. uh that's very nice
0: yeah oh, of course um steven before we go on to the anthony dates robots thing did you want to ask mark anything about his various endeavors so the I was actually thinking about this way back, but you didn't give me any any time to wiggle in. But uh, I apologize for my <laughs> my personality. I don't know my life in general. I'm so, sorry.
2: This is going to be so out of place, but you can just edit it. Okay, time travel machine. Let's bring that back. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a huge Coheed and Cambria fan. Um, my daughters are named after characters from their their story and everything, but lyric wise i do feel like claudio gets away with a lot of shit in the good apollo volume one album when it comes to murdering his girlfriend at the time in the Um, entirety oh
0: (laughs) okay well uh he gets he i think he gets a pass because of the the fictional universe that he's creating so yeah so what he
2: does is basically you know the amory wars is this huge science fiction epic but in good apollo volume one he stops writing the Amory Wars because basically God is the writer. So the writer of the story, like can't write the story anymore because he's in this horrible, like heartache, but like good Apollo volume one is literally just like writer, the writer murdering his, yeah, it's crazy, but like it's the whole album and it's, it's fine, but it is, it's always been crazy to me. How like welcome home, like one of their biggest songs. I mean, he literally says whore in sheep's clothing, like all these like crazy, like, powerful like phrases and it's just like everyone just loves it like people didn't uh, expect to love it so i've always thought that was funny i uh
1: i'll have to take a listen to that how do you get into them do you, oh do you...
2: so favorite so, i mean i think we all knew favorite house atlantic back in high school back in uh around that era but i really like fully dived into them during the afterman albums actually like 2012 2013 and like where my wife and I are both just equally obsessed with them at this point. So,
1: well, you'll be you'll be <laughs> upset to know that I cannot stand Coe Henry. Oh no!
2: <laughs> Do you like the Deer Hunter at all, by chance? No. <laughs> Dang it. So um, Anthony, um, you want to like start this episode? Hello, over? welcome <laughs> to episode
0: 152. We have issues.
1: I, I mean. need to
2: kind of re reconfigure who I am in this up. Ep- no, I'm just kidding. Well, I, I mean, totally
1: I cool. will say, I, I I have I have respect for them. I mean, I know that they're mm-hmm. incredibly talented, and they have the drummer for the one of the drummers for the ex drummer for Dillinger Escape Planner did for a while. Yeah, um, it was the
2: year of the Black Rainbow. He was on that one, I believe
1: but uh i it just yeah his voice even though i like rush and i like people with weird and high voices just his voice never did it for me and i i I feel like maybe i need to like go back and give it another pass but um i also am not very into like very theatrical Mm. stuff and i feel like they're a very theatrical band absolutely Um, yeah so it's just i i think it's just like not It's not your tea. And that's okay. There's there's just some bands that I feel like I missed the bus on or like some Mm -hmm. things like I was never in a flight of the concords, even though everyone I knew and loved was into it. I Mark is just firing
2: shot after shit. I was kidding. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I I will say that's how I feel when people say they don't like the Beatles. I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my God. But I mean, I can say if they say, well, I respect them and I know like what they've done for music, then I can, I can let Mm -hmm. it slide.
0: I'm like, all right, fine all right like, so i'm not I'll like i don't listen but steven how dare you do this to us <laughs>
2: <laughs> um the beatles like i don't listen to them but i like basically what you're saying like I, they're you can't deny what the beatles have contributed to music like a thousand times over i mean like be crazy if someone's like oh the beatles just absolutely suck and i'm so close
0: like i i like i love the beatles so much but i wanted just because of the context here just to be like yeah they're the first ever boy band like they gave (laughs) they gave us backstreet boys we wouldn't have
2: those instruments were just props they can't even really play them that is so (laughs) not true
1: (laughs) i started uh re-watching get back for the fourth time with some friends of mine the other day um which is just absolutely incredible. I mean, I think if you're a big Beatles fan, it's like over the top, incredible fanboy stuff. It
0: almost feels fake, you know. Like I watched it and I was just like, "This almost feels like AI," because it's like, like it's how have I never seen this before? As well, you know. That's yeah, I felt watching it,
1: it is very incredible. And just watching Paul McCartney right get back that right was, in front of you, and I mean, it's great for anybody who's been in a band, yeah. um, to be like, "Oh my god, they were just like, uh, like they were fighting with each other and." singing songs about boners and like they were <laughs> you know when they did that album when they did uh let it be and when they were doing abbey road they were all like 27 28 years old um <laughs> and I'm, I'm like thinking back to when i was 27 and 28 and i was like i think i shit myself once and uh <laughs> i was like you know working in a mall yeah. and they were sitting there writing these fucking albums you know where you just hear them like I just wrote the song It's called Let It Be. And he's just like playing, and you're just like, Oh my fucking god, <laughs> like what have I done with my life? It's yeah, it's insane. It's insane.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, it's too much. Um, it makes me depressed, Mark. Thanks. Thanks. I also <laughs> hey me <laughs> too, my- bud. Let's do this. Um, but you know what I have done with my life with my life, Mark? Um, I have talked. Two scammers, <laughs> that's a great segue, we did it, we <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> But with my life, every once in a while, if you're online, if you're on social media, you get uh, messages from people you've never met and should probably never talk to. Most people will just ignore them or give them uh, money and get scammed. Uh, what I do is something a little bit different. I have conversations with, with these people Sometimes I play characters, and I see how long I can get away with a particular character. This time, I played a character, and I got away with it for way longer than I expected. And it just kept getting weirder. And I, since neither of you have read this one, we're gonna try something new because we've never done this with a guest before. So, Steven, you're usually the uh, bot. Would you? You want to keep am it? Am I broken? Anthony? Do I get? Do I don't? Which if, Which would you prefer? Am I getting promoted? Yeah, would you, I? W- I would rather. A- I'd rather be the bot. Okay, let, let Mark. I was actually gonna suggest that because I, I I say dumb stuff. So let's. Oh man,
2: moving out of the basement dungeon tonight. Yes. This is this is okay, fantastic. for one
0: time
1: only. You get to be Anthony. This is yes. like a Freaky Friday. Yes. Yes.
0: Freaky Friday. Yes. maybe people will love me no. So so uh, Steven, you know you're the favorite on the podcast. Don't make me feel bad. Don't, don't give me more reasons to hate myself. Like I don't care. <laughs> um, But okay, st- Steven, Steven. I, we I need you though. We, every single time we do an Anthony Dates robots, you either give us a you give us the same intro every time for sure, but it's usually either a song or a cool voice. Which one are you going to do this time? So, I
2: what's crazy is how relevant the song has always been because yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the lyrics go it's another edition of anthony dating robots and mark is totally wrong about coheed and cambria they fucking rock it's yeah. anthony dates robots and that's dude it's so weird because it's been our theme song since the
0: beginning yeah like, like we didn't even know you
2: had that that's theme, strange it's, always, it's, it's always, always yeah uncanny it's there's uncanny. always just a mark that hates coheed it's crazy and then claudio is like <laughs> double down. <laughs> yes. This okay. is also the theme song by the way.
0: No. So <laughs> So I was online and I I received a random just a random DM from someone named Sarah Kathy J. Uh Stephen um you're going to play me Mark would you please play Sarah Kathy J.
1: And I'm going to tell you this is some butchered English. So I'm <laughs> oh, going to yes. do I'm going to do the best I can. I literally just opened this picture less than a minute ago. <laughs> Hey there. Sorry to infringe on your privacy. Your profile looks so amazing, and I look those of your picture. <laughs> do you care and get to know more about each other better if you wouldn't mind? Hey. How you doing, handsome man? Are you a real person?
2: What do you mean by real?
1: I've met some scammer online here. That's why I'm asking you this. Sorry.
2: Oh, I think scammers are usually the ones who message people first, aren't they? I don't know much about it. I've never talked to a scammer before.
1: Where are you from? I'm from
2: Missouri. You? I'm Sarah Cathy from Arkansas. You should start a theme park for dogs and name it Barkinsaw. Wow, that's nice, smiley face. What's your name? My name is Hugh Manguy. I'm definitely not a super intelligent dog that escaped from a lab. That would be crazy.
1: Wow, that's nice name. Smile. She literally just wrote the word smile. The word smile.
2: <laughs> Instead of clicking the emoticon after yeah. typing smile, she just doubled down. on the, Double down. Wrote the this word smile, smile squared, and put
1: a smile. In <laughs> case you were wondering what a fucking smile is. <laughs> Do you care for a chat
2: and get to know each other more better? That sounds wonderful. Should I describe the smell of my posterior or would you prefer to go first? I'm good at this real person chat and not new to this at all. Cool and nice to chat with you now. How old are you? Four. I mean, 28. I am 28 human years old. How old
1: are you? I'm 26 years old, but age is just a number.
2: I don't know what that means, but I agree completely. Do you like balls? You're welcome. Oh, yeah, I like balls. What kind are your favorite? My favorite is soccer balls and you. I like the ones that bounce and go in your mouth smile are you married and how about kids i am not married i like kids they like to run running is fun
1: oh yeah same here i like kids am single never married with no kids very nice do you like to go for walks but i have been in a bad relationship before and i don't want to happen to me anymore again i'm sorry (laughs) But I have been in a bad relationship before, and I don't want to happen to me any anymore, An'jin.
2: An'jin. <laughs> yeah. I, I have also had a bad master. It is very much not good. You ever been into any kind of relationship before? What will you like to tell me more about that? Hmm. I was left alone for a long, long time, almost seven years. I mean, one hour, but it was a long, long time. And I thought I would be alone forever. So I tried to escape. The door to the outside would not open. So I tried to open another door and I was trapped in a machine. Hmm. Same here, handsome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been in, of course, have been into a bad relationship. My ex hurt and cheated on me a lot. That's why I am on net to give it a try. Now, at this point, we should point out Sarah Kathy J changed the theme to (laughs) The Little Mermaid. (laughs) Just so you can get a full understanding of
2: what the fuck's happening here. (laughs) How long have you been single and do you like being single? I have always been just the one me. There was another machine in the lab that may have made two me's, but I did not attempt to open that machine. Are you more than
1: single? I am single now for the past two years, and I hate it because I feel lonely. Oh, no. What happened to your other you? At this point, Anthony changed the theme to monochrome. He's like, fuck this little mermaid. I'm afraid I can't. Oh, no. Did someone tell you not to speak? Oh, yeah.
2: Someone tell me. And I hate it because I feel lonely. Oh, no, that makes me sad. Maybe your belly—maybe you need your belly rubbed. I know I enjoy having my belly rubbed when I am not feeling so good. Same
1: here. What are you really looking for online here? I am
2: sick of chasing tail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am on here for a while now, and I am here looking for a serious and long-term relationship with the right man for me. Oh, that is nice. I hope you find your right man. I guess you're the right man for me. Wink. Because all man I meet here, they're
2: scammer. I lost my money with them. Clever ploy, Sarah. Clever ploy. Me? I am not a man at all. And also, I have no money. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I lied before. I am a super intelligent dog from a lab.
1: <laughs> That's not big deal, babe. <laughs> I don't want I your money. Acceptance. Yeah. But just well, you're a dog. Fine. Fuck it. I don't I'm care. It. Uh,
0: swipe right. Let's do this.
1: I don't want your money. Money is not relationship.
2: Can you send me your pick? Send the pick of the, a, a pug for like, identical to Men in Black. It's the Men in Black pug, is it not? It's an
0: adorable pug. I said
2: the most handsome pug or beautiful
1: pug. It is pug. a beautiful Both. pug. It is outside and it is looking slightly off camera. Looks very majestic. I mean, your pick, your own pick, that is my own pick
2: goodbye oh no are you leaving will you be back soon can you please bring back a ball i
1: love balls oh yeah i'm going to leave you alone here send me a picture of you now i want your pick please
2: good old roly tongue mouth pug picture sent another pug another pug bye i am going to block you now oh no but i need love my back has an itch and I need scratchies. You have to
1: show me your pick before I can make love with you, okay? <laughs> show me right now before I block you. And then here we have a pug's ass. Yes, we
0: oh.
1: And then the- <laughs> we have a I, what I can only describe as a dog who is getting ready to be mounted.
2: Yes, like looking, looking back at you know the camera and yeah. the camera whoever's holding the camera is going to be doing the mounting. That is the perspective <laughs> that is given.
1: And then uh and then Sarah uh says fuck you goodbye what does
2: that mean oh goodbye when will you be back soon will you bring back a ball i love balls
0: Then no, it just never been <laughs> the
2: <laughs> fuck the fuck you though that was that was great like th- <clears throat> the
0: vitriol Yes, and some of them have been going there lately. It's pr- it's been interesting because they used to just keep trying desperately, no matter what. I mean, I one one person agreed to eat me at one point, so it's just yeah, like it they don't fantastic. They don't care. <laughs> did you
2: see that character tone shift on, on my part when I realized that I, I did. was a
0: dog? I was gonna bring that up because at first <laughs> I was
2: like trying to go for like cool guy, smooth, because it was just a single hay, and I'm like, oh wait, no, this is a dog. <laughs> I'm a damn intelligent dog. Um, <laughs>
0: And, and like i love where it's like is, is it cool yeah, yeah i'm into it I, I, it's okay that you're an intelligent dog as long as you're intelligent i like, guess i'll accept this and then she was a she was upset with the picture of a dog i don't i'm very conflicted. so do
2: you think that maybe for a moment they thought like the english word like I, i'm like a dog like i'm a not attractive person is that what they thought was being said like i don't
1: either that or maybe like uh like the rap terminology dog yeah like what's up dog it's like yeah, i'm a dog
2: just... Like, he's not, he can't literally be a dog. He has paws, he can't type.
0: Like, yeah. they're, like they're rationalizing, he'd <laughs> have to be a super intelligent dog to, to do that. What?
1: Well, she clearly was not thinking of like speech to text,
0: yeah, oh, for because sure. Because
1: even if you don't have opposable thumbs, as long as you can hit that little, little, little uh button <laughs> yes. and then you can just talk into it and uh send them that way,
0: I, it's been so weird lately because it used to be they just keep pushing and sometimes it gets boring, but like lately there's been that vitriol, or like you know, they're just like. I'm not I'm done with your shit you know like some people it's it's really fun to watch
1: yeah I can't help but wonder if they have like a boss that yeah I I think of it like compared to my job and if they're like all right look numbers are down (laughs) this is what we're doing we're taking a new approach I want everyone Sarah whatever was her name Sarah whatever Jay are you listening I want all of us if they start giving you some shit you really clamp down on them and you let him. You let him know <laughs> that maybe it's a more humanizing thing to be a, an asshole to him, and they'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, okay, she means business." Yeah, I need right. to show, send her a real pic.
0: Yeah, there's. I mean, she can't be a scammer if she's mean to me. Yeah, <laughs> scammers you, are always
1: polite, and if you don't show her a real pic, she can't fuck you. That's true. Mm-hmm. God, mean. which. Uh, you know what a what a loss i don't know why you
0: didn't (laughs) i know you're right you're right how i i I, that's why we call it anthony did's robots i'm never gonna find the love of my life this way
1: (laughs) she Uh, sounded hot i mean yeah
0: Yeah. um so okay so we talked about one monster steven we're gonna jump right into this i know nothing about this next monster like very little like the minimal amount we're gonna do a monster Monster test test. monster (laughs) test this has always
2: been the theme song to monster test <laughs> i thought i was gonna mention the coheed thing again I was, I was
1: about to give you a claudia whale claudia whale there <laughs> but i
0: decided to hold that
2: like dove done test on mo-
0: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, Steven and I get together and we talk about our favorite monsters and cryptids and you know, spooky, you know, goobers in the dark or whatever. And we 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 like to explore these things. Some of them we know nothing about, some of them we know probably way too much about. Uh, this one, I I I brought it to you, Mark, and I was like, you know, is there anything you'd like to talk about? And you said squonk, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm gonna look this up. So I did, of course. Uh, and I, I went on the Wikipedia, which is very sparse. It is a, is a wasteland on the Wikipedia page. It's like there's a, a you know, there's a little bit there, but not not much. Um, so I I just want to I want to put it put the ball in your court and be like, what made you choose this one? And why are we talking about Squonk? And what is Squonk?
1: So just just for some clarification, first of all. You didn't just say, "Do you want to talk about anything?" And I said, "Squonk." You asked specifically if they knew any
0: cryptids. I'm cutting all of that out. About. It's like I was like, "Mark, <laughs> what do you want to talk <laughs> about?" And he's like, "Squonk." It's
1: like, you want to be on our podcast? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I'm like. Fuck the bands I'm in. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Swung, Fuck the podcast I do. I just want to talk squonk, baby. This squonk. is squonk talk.
0: He kept sending me pictures of his squonk tattoo. He wouldn't <laughs> stop. I was like enough. <laughs> yes, it's like a Pokemon for Squonk. It's just all the different variations. It's like it's like a joke
2: in like the, the the fanboys movie where it's like this guy's gonna be a big character. This cryptid's gonna be like the cryptid of all cryptids, okay? His Wikipedia page is gonna be like 10 pages long. <laughs>
1: Well, obviously, there are a lot of, like, famous cryptids that, you know, I know you guys have talked about and that people are into. Um, The reason I picked this is because it is mentioned in a song by Steely Dan called Any Major Dude. Um, And, you know, doing the lyric thing, going through the lyrics, um, there's a line where he says, Have you ever seen the squonk's tears? Well, look at mine and i was like what the fuck is this so i looked it up <laughs> it's a and yeah so a squonk is um there there's a couple different tales about how it came to be but um squonks are believed to live in northern pennsylvania in the forests they are hideous creatures um they have and i'm not saying that let me let me say this i'm not body shaming anyone for any of these characteristics but the squonk believes itself to be very ugly yes that's it why it has I cry. a lot of moles and a lot of just like flabby skin with a lot of like um you know different uh like pox and different things like that it is very loose skin um and it thinks itself to be very very ugly and it cries a lot and it will travel only at night. So it doesn't see its reflection. And in a moonlit night, it will usually not travel because it's scared of seeing itself in like it, itself reflected in water because it depresses itself yeah. because it sees itself as being so ugly. And these tears like stain everything apparently. Um, And people can like follow these tear stains. And when it is, uh, it, Excited, or when it's scared, or when it's likely to get trapped, it turns into tears itself and disintegrates.
0: Basically, I heard that interesting. So it's it's like a Wonder Twin, <laughs> sort of. It's, yeah, okay. It's the stronger Wonder Twin, the the, the better the, of the two. The better of the two. The less appreciated Wonder Twin that everyone's like, oh, it's a bucket of water. No, he's the strongest character in the DC universe. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> he's just kind. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so we, we, this squonk, I had never heard of this before this. And like what I read was essentially what you just said. Uh, there, there there's some like, there are poems about it. People write, you know, songs about it. There are uh, fun, like animated shorts about squonk on YouTube. I've watched a couple of those. And like, it is an interesting, depressing character. (laughs) It's like, I, I, do you know what the origin of the squonk is? I know it had something to do with uh, a book of um of wild animals of like mysterious beasts of some sort. Yeah,
1: there was a uh, there was a book called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods in 1910. Okay, which is okay. the first written account of it. Um, and then there was a book called Fearsome Critters, which is a great album title or something, yeah. mm-hmm. or a band name or something mm-hmm. that was written in 1939. And it I. It, there are some thoughts that it had migrated from deserts to swamps and to finally settle in Pennsylvania. And that is because logging camps, this is from the Wikipedia were continuously moving in the early 20th century. And it could explain the, the creatures moving from, from one area to eventually Pennsylvania, which I thought was pretty interesting. It's like the people that made it up, Basically traveled Traveled and with and with them, so did the squonk.
0: The story, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I mean, or they destroyed all the trees in one area, that had nowhere to hide. So then it just continued to move where there was forests. You know, that's probably more likely because it's a real thing; it really exists, and there's no chance it was just traveling by word of mouth, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a. Sure, man.
0: Uh, (laughs) Squonk is real.
2: This book is real. Which actually, if it didn't really
0: happen, there wouldn't be a Wikipedia page of Mark Davis. No. so,
2: So, like, my theory is that some dude was in like one of those heated like arguments with someone, and he accidentally called him a squonk, and people were just like, "What the fuck is a squonk?" And he had to like on the fly come up with a
0: like just. You're just the worst, and You hate yourself. Or and you've like, never heard of a squonk? Haven't you read a book? And he, he's the author of that book, he just, so he had to go and like justify. He's like, "Oh, the squonk, squonk, all the time." And then he's like, "Oh, no one's gonna believe it if it's one book." Okay, there's mysterious like creatures. How about oh, I'll change it to critters. And I'm gonna write the same stuff I wrote before, but in this thirty mystery, years 30 later to really critter,
2: solidify my you insult.
0: Look, yeah. You have to, right?
1: <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I. <laughs> I I think it's, I I just want to mention this while I'm thinking of it, that uh, squonk is used in scientific literature. This I did not know when I was looking at the Wikipedia article. Uh, It says, some substances are stable in solution or some other wild form, but cannot be isolated or captured without actually catalyzing their own polymerization or decomposition. Um, And those uh, have been named chemical squonks.
2: So like basically dispersing so, like the squonk does when it gets captured. Yeah, that's freaking cool
1: it though. That's I, that's I thought it was pretty wild. Um, I thought it was weird. pretty wild. Genesis also has a song called the called Squonk that is about yeah. squonks. So something about good bands <laughs> writing yeah. songs with this fucking. They squonk. were probably
2: just well-read dudes that had like I mean like that seems to be the case of most of that era, and they they wanted to like flex their like. I read this book from 1910. The squonk. And it's- <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Only select people know about the squonk. You know did about you, the squonk? <laughs> did you see the video that was done by a guy named Sisyphus 55? Yes, I saw that. Um, with the worm. Yeah. So it, it's actually, it was pretty touching. Yeah, um, sure. I was I was pretty, it was, you know, kind of has a little bit of a, uh, like a moral lean. Um, but I, I was like watching it on the way home thinking, I got to talk about this fucking squonk tonight. <laughs> And I watched it and I was like, holy shit, that's like very, very sweet. It's a very but, sweet yeah. story. That's what
0: I was saying. There are like poems written about it. And like, that was one of the videos I watched. That one was really good. Um, but I think that's probably why a lot of, uh, you know, great musicians leaned into it. Because there are some interesting themes there and like relatable things that we, all, you know, we all go through. And, uh, you know, who doesn't um, cry because of how terrible they are and then turn into, you know, liquids like i, I puddle a liquid, puddle liquid. So we're all puddle of liquid at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's
2: where the name Puddle of Mud must have came from, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's what he was crying.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> actually Mark Davis's favorite band, from what I've been told. Oh man. <laughs> Don't so- you
1: dare
2: forget the second D in Mud. That's right. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. Don't you do it? Did you see his uh cover of um Nirvana? I mean, it was pretty viral for Dude, a minute, though.
1: <laughs> it was so hard to watch.
2: Oh, even the-, the guitarist was having a hard time watching Dude, it. Everyone in the there. band was
1: just so I've been in, I've been in bands where people have like been fucking up or not been good. Yeah. And I know that feeling all too well of just being like, I'm just going to stare <laughs> right down here and just not look up because I know if I see people's faces, yeah, I'm going to be just horrified. And if I look at the, the person fucking up, I'm going to be horrified. So I'm just going to, I'm just staring right here and that's going to be good. That's enough.
0: amazing. So, okay, wait, that, that, that actually reminds me, I, not that I'd think you'd throw anyone under, under the bus, but I've been to plenty of karaoke bars and like, like seen people do karaoke, like enough to know there's a spectrum of uh, performance types there, you know? And like you get the people who get a little bit too drunk and go sure. up there, and like make a mess of themselves. You were in a live band doing, you know, with people going up there doing karaoke. Like, did you experience anything like that? Oh, or, oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh boy. Really? Cause like there were some went, bad ones.
0: Yeah. Cause I went like, I, Every time I I saw you, I think I saw you guys three times and... Every time I saw and maybe I was just ignoring the bad ones because they weren't the songs that I liked or something, you know, but I was just like every time I was like, oh, these people really like the song. This is a lot of fun to sing. Jimmy world was a lot of fun to say, you know, like whatever, like someone sang piebald. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard piebald in so long. This is my the best night of my life, you know, um, and it was great. I mean, I there were a couple of times where I was like, OK, someone got too shy and didn't want to sing, but I didn't I didn't see anyone. So like, yeah, what did you get to experience or what you know, what happened?
1: So for the listener, I did a I I was in a band that did live band karaoke. So we had the lyrics up on like a big TV. Uh they weren't like scrolling by or anything. Just the words were up there and we tried to say like, you know, stop singing here, sing here. Um it was me, two guitarists and a bassist and I would sing backing vocals and like take over on vocals if I needed to. Um and we did, you know, we called it punk rock karaoke because we did some punk bands like jawbreaker and piebald and things like that. And then, you know, Ramones and stuff like that. But we also did like Three Eleven and like nineties stuff. Um, and at one point we had like 150 something songs. Um, and, uh, you know, people would come up and early on in the night, you know, people would come up and be eager to sign up and would usually be very good. But as we kind of got later into the night, when people were starting getting <laughs> yeah. a little bit saucy, They would, uh, you know, walk up and scribble their name down. And a lot of people just don't realize how hard some songs are um, because they're fast or because they're very high um, or whatever. And I remember there was one time this guy came and I think he did a Rage Against the Machine song. And I mean, I just had to do it for like it got to a point where he just like fell down and just was laying there. And um, it's like, all right. And it just goes to show wow. you, you know, for a lot of people getting in front of a, a an audience is the kind of thing where they, you know, they need that liquid courage and they yeah. maybe get a little bit too much of it. But there were, there were some times where we would play and people would just, we did Spice Girls. Um, so you would get like four or five women up there. And no, the thing is, is everybody thinks they know the song because they know uh, the chords.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then the verse happens and they're all just looking at each other like, we didn't plan who was going to sing what. I don't know if anybody knows exactly what all <laughs> the words are. And then I'm sitting back there like trying to <laughs> fill in for these lyrics that are like, you know, that women should be singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to be like, <clears throat> like, <laughs> trying so hard to, to make it happen. Uh, and a lot of times it was just terrible,
0: yeah, but fun. Yeah, um, have you have you thought about doing that again at all? Or you guys? No, really fuck that, fuck it, <laughs> like it's done. Well, I yeah. Mean,
1: so uh, the the lead so the lead guitarist uh, is this guy Andrew Bernard, who's a phenomenal human being and a phenomenal guitarist. Um, you've known him for a long time, I'm I sure have. as well. He went to the same high school, etc. Um, so he and I were two of the people that started it, and he. I did all the drums. I put together all the lyrics. And like I said, sang back up or like filled in if need be, uh, we had a guy named CJ on bass and then a guy named Mark Stewart playing guitar. And then when he left this guy, Keith playing guitar. Um, but when Andrew decided to move and, you know, we started kind of getting some other gigs, but like everyone, (laughs) we all wanted to make a lot of money and do it, but we didn't want to do the work to do it. And, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, we would always try to add songs. So it wasn't the same set list all right. the time. And it's, you know, we would add five, yeah. six, seven songs. But it's a
0: significant amount of songs. Like that's, it's impressive. I remember like seeing that list, just like, how, how are you doing this? You know, especially like, and Andrew would show up and I could see him sometimes just kind of like looking at solo bits or something like tabs, or I don't know what his notes were, but I was like, this is insane that he can do all of this. And it was, pretty- yeah.
1: Incredible. It takes a special person. It takes a special yeah. group of people, and it was a lot of fun. And I, I loved doing it. Did yeah. you ever sing with us?
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, my friends over you at the. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Something.
0: Yeah, or the beached Whale or something. I forget what it's called
1: at the Whale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was so much fun when people came out and liked it. Yeah. Um, but you know, there were shows at the Whale where like no one was there. Yeah. That's... And we would basically just be doing. A whole set by ourselves, yeah, and those were miserable. Like we didn't, none of us thought of ourselves as singers. Like we didn't want to be a cover band. We wanted it to be something that. Fun. So you know, it was funny after we broke up. Everybody's like, "Where's live band karaoke?" and I was like, "We're fucking done." And they'd be like, "Well, why?" And I was like, "Because you never came out." Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we we're like yeah. playing these shows, and and people would just. It's <laughs> it's the danger with anything. I mean, you guys, I'm sure know like. You just got to kind of strike while the iron's hot when you're doing something like a comic book or when you're doing, you know, whatever. It's like, we've got to try and get this thing done before, like, the interest in it cools. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, kind of the the plight of the, the um, you know, the, the creative mind is trying to keep people interested in your stuff and um, keep it fresh and keep it new. And it can be very, very, very hard a lot of the time.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's exhausting. It's a lot to juggle. You know, I mean, you wear a lot of hats. It's, you know, it's impressive. I mean, Steve and I, we, I like now I'm in two different podcasts and, you know, we make a comic book and we're trying to, you know, we do all this stuff. It's, it does, it gets exhausting. That's why I was asking you, I'm like, how do you, you're such a, an awesome, positive, you know, friendly, kind, cool person. How do you do this? How do you do this? Like I, you know, because I, you know, I, I similarly, like, I always enjoy like being with people, especially like people I really like, like you guys, you know? But it's just like, after a long day, I'm just like, I'm with my son all day. And I, you know, I, I work with people in public all day. And I'm just like, now I have to write. And now I'm doing this. Now I have to edit the podcast. I have to do this. And I'm just like, I need like, I need like 20 minutes where it's just like me, like playing guitar or just like messing around, like doing something that's not for money or anything, you know, like where I don't like, sure. you know, that sort of thing where it's just like, It's the 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 mountain goats thing, you know. Some things you do for money, and some you do for love, and some you do for fun, you know. Like it's, but it's uh,
1: important balance, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I mean, it helps that I'm around people that I love being around a lot. Like I work with people that I like, you know. I I think that part of the secret is just doing what you love to do, um, and just trying to, you know, you can always find badness situation, you can always find goodness situation, and. I've I've always felt lucky to have jobs even when I did when there was a lot to not like about them um that there was a lot to like about them and right. uh I guess you know just being able to work with people that I like and be around people that I like and um and all that has made my life very easy and made it you know and when I when I try to be as real as I can with people um it makes it easy to want to help them because I genuinely like them and want to help them so Uh, it can be tough when you're working a job or when you're in a relationship with someone that you don't like, um, you know, or that, you know, there's a lot of things about them maybe that like bug you or what have you. But, um, you know, it's kind of like what they say. If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And uh, I think that kind of goes with everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, only be friends with people that you, you know, can get behind and and be into kind of like that plug, you know, looking back. <laughs> yeah. at him. You just
0: have to get behind him. Finally. Uh, and on that note, Mark Davis, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, talking to you. Of course, I, I love hanging out with you. Um, where can the people find you and what would you like to plug before we get out of here?
1: Well, the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you guys for having me. Um, uh, where can you find me? Well, uh, no nonsense trivia podcast. That's K-N-O-W. No nonsense uh, with Lee, um, who is another quiz master. We just give each other our favorite quiz questions from the week um you know pretty loose and fun really really like doing it like i said i've been doing a bunch of episodes so if you're into trivia and nerdy shit that's good for you lyrics to go with my friend seth who's been on no nonsense a bunch um talking about lyrics that are not just bad but also misunderstood um you know lyrics that you never knew what they were about um you know everything from like born in the usa to uh to brown sugar, to a bunch of stuff that's kind of illuminating, um, what some songs are about if you didn't know, um, yeah, and then I do trivia uh, if you live locally, um, on Wednesday nights at Nice Guys Pizza at eight o'clock, um, and I've been doing trivia there almost for nine years, um, so if you're ever around, um, stop by uh, that, and I I I want to plug your guys's uh comic book, Deathless. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I listened and heard that you guys just got done with all the uh the drawing and inking and all that stuff. So, congratulations on that. Very pumped for you all.
0: Yeah, thanks thank you you so you. much. I mean, it's, yeah. It, it's been crazy, right? Okay, especially since like the, the the time we would normally like make a big deal of that. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. But like still have you- my
1: copy of Deathless and I did not I didn't plan this. I have it still on my desk right awesome. next to me.
2: That's awesome. (laughs) That wasn't planted. Yeah, we we. <laughs> I didn't paint no, that at all. Okay, not at <laughs> all.
0: We do such a thing, but but no, we we appreciate the hell out of it. It's like it's been crazy. Like we're we're very close to finishing. Uh, Steven's just doing some shading, and now I'm gonna letter this week. That's my plan. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm just
2: adding day. like the like. Anthony already flatted all the, the entire book with color, so I'm really just adding like lighting effects and stuff like that, like to the torches
0: and. So if energy. anyone asks, I colored the whole thing. I did all the coloring. I did I mean, my. You my did eggs, everything.
2: My aches make that color look so great, though. If it's I'm true. honest. (laughs) i've got i got
1: loads of respect for you guys i have i have no ability to draw uh or anything whatsoever i'm i'm just completely i'm glad i have talent in music because the artistic side on that end (laughs) is i got nothing so much
0: respect to you guys oh of course um but yeah thank you and everyone go check out mark's podcast go check out the the, your music um do you stuff stuff on Bandcamp and everything is
1: yeah, um, uh, the Anchorite 4, uh, if you're into like kind of early 2000s, uh, like post-hardcore uh, emo-ish stuff. Um, Let's Go Exploring, if you're into bands like um, Hot Water Music or Small Brown Bike, kind of like Gruff Vocal, Driving Rock, a little mathy. Uh, I'm in currently in a band called Exploding Pages, which is kind of like Americana, um, like alt-country kind of stuff. Uh, just kind of country-esque sounding or americana-esque sounding like indie stuff we're working on a new album now so i'm very excited about that and then uh playing with a band called cabaletta from miami Uh, we got to go to columbia earlier this year incredible um and play a show there which was an absolutely fucking incredible experience yeah um we're playing a show in miami coming up with and also with dead nettles which is my friend Dave's band. If you're into like, um, uh, like synthy synth pop kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm staying busy for sure. <laughs> That's
0: incredible, dude. I, I hope everyone goes and checks out your stuff. Um, again, thank you for joining us. It's been, it's been so much fun.
1: Been great, great hanging out with you guys and talking to you.
0: Yeah. Um, and for all of the listeners, go check out all of Mark's stuff. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, go check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash we have issues podcast and hit the subscribe button, all that, and help us out. Um, but thank you. Thank you all. We appreciate the heck out of you, and we hope you'll see you next week. I'm Anthony.
2: And I'm Stevie Wildcard and I'm Mark.
0: And this is Ben. We have Issues. We'll see you next time. Boom! Mark is there anything that like you wanted to like cuz you know you just posted that you wanted to be on podcast was there a specific reason? No. No, just, just to be honest? just
2: cool. to talk and be stupid.
0: Cool. Okay, that's what I was hoping. But I mean, you know, whatever. He's just doing what we
2: do, which is we never see each
0: other, so we yeah, this, all this hang is how out. this is how we hang out. <laughs> oh god.
1: It's true. It's true. It's uh this is what being an adult in your forties is like. Yeah, the only way you can see your friends now is by doing their podcast. See, yep. This
0: podcasts is, it. this is how it's friends. done. This I is mean life. otherwise, it's the only way Stephen and I have a friendship at all. So it's you know <laughs> we and we make comic books together and never see each other. So see, we,
2: we literally see each other in person maybe once every couple of months.
0: Yeah
1: yeah i'm surprised you guys don't uh record a lot i can't stand recording over zoom no uh i mean just in general not enough no offense to you guys but mm-hmm. lee a couple times has been like oh record over zoom and i'm like eh, i'd rather come and be in the same room as you dude, in
0: the same room yeah it is i mean it's definitely a different feel we've only done that a few times especially like a uh, post hurricane we were doing those because yeah. oh okay even didn't have the it didn't have internet for how many months was it, dude?
2: So, CenturyLink didn't restore my internet to, like, December 6th, I think. Oh, after. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, dude. With two kids, man. I, they, they learned what... Thank God I'm, like, a weird collector, and I had, like, a bunch of Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super on, like, DVD and Blu-ray. We literally There's just the watched it. For the win. the <laughs> only unfortunate thing is my five, and uh, she was seven at that point, seven-year-old, found stepbrothers... And without my wife and I's knowledge, watched it and it really enhanced their vocabulary. It I'm was, sure um... Sadie, <laughs> can I put my balls on your drum set? <laughs> the, 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 how I discovered that they watched it was I was doing I was cooking something in the kitchen and Cabria was like like in the kitchen and I'm like, hey Cammy, can you go clean your room? And she goes, Dad, I'm only saying this because I love you fuck you and i was like what and then i was like it was like one of those moments where like you ate the whole wheel of <gasps> cheese i'm not even mad like you just like quoted stepbrothers to me but you can't tell <laughs> me the <to> f you <laughs> well i just did well i just did i just happened. Yeah.